When it comes to making money wholesaling and flipping real estate, there is an element of risk that is necessary and even mandatory. In fact, the greater the risk, the greater the reward, but taking on too much risk at the wrong time can be dangerous and not taking on more risk at the right time prevents you from progressing to new levels. So in this video, I'm gonna break down the different levels of risk and how to effectively manage that risk when wholesaling and flipping houses coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. Wouldn't we all love to make money in real estate and not take on any risk? The reality, I think, is that we all can agree that you have to take risks in business, but what exactly does that mean when it comes to wholesaling and flipping real estate? I mean, there is smart, calculated risk, and then there is dangerous, irresponsible risk. Understanding that can make the difference from sustained success and dismal failure. On this video, I'm gonna show you the different levels of risk when wholesaling and flipping, and how to properly manage that risk, and be sure to stay to the end of this video because you're gonna actually take a risk assessment test to determine your individual level of risk tolerance. Now this will help you understand where you currently stand and where you need to improve, so keep watching. First of all, let's talk about the inherent risk associated with the different real estate flipping strategies and then how they fit into your unique situation and risk tolerance. Let's look at a scale from zero to 10 with zero being the lowest risk and 10 being the highest risk. And let's start with the lowest risk flipping strategy, which is wholesaling. Now, if you don't know, wholesaling is when you get a contract with a seller on a distressed property and then assign that contract to another investor for a fee. And the reason why wholesaling is low risk is because you don't actually purchase the property. And since you're not buying the property, you don't take on the inherent risk associated with owning a property. Now, if done correctly when wholesaling, there's no funding involved, so you're not investing capital or borrowing capital to acquire the property. Remember, you're flipping the contract, not the property. By the way, if you're new to wholesaling, then I have a video that breaks it down in detail. I'll put a link to that in the description box below, and you can watch it later. So what risk is there when wholesaling? Aside from your time and aside from spending any money on marketing or general business overhead expenses, the only real risk with wholesaling is earnest money. Now let me explain. It's common when you enter into a contract with a seller that you put down a good faith deposit or what's often called earnest money. Once all of the contingencies, if any, are met on the contract, then the earnest money becomes non-refundable. That means as long as you perform on the contract, the earnest money gets applied to the purchase, but it also means that if you don't perform on the contract and are unable to wholesale the property, you forfeit your earnest money. So going back to our risk scale, if you had zero earnest money on a wholesale deal, that would be a zero risk deal. If you don't perform on the contract, nothing happens. No one is gonna force you to buy the property. But let's say that you agree to put down a $1,000 earnest money on the contract with the seller and then don't perform you would lose the $1,000. Now, this might be a number two level risk. Maybe a $5,000 non-refundable earnest money would be a level four risk on the scale. What would a 10 level risk look like? 
Well, I have two high-end deals right now where I have $100,000 in non-refundable earnest money on each deal. Now, I think that would count as a level 10 risk for most people. So how can you mitigate your risk when wholesaling? Well, obviously, the better you get at wholesaling, the lower your risk. That includes your knowledge of the market, how well you understand the business, how effective you are at finding buyers for your deals, your negotiation skills, how good your tools are, etc. By the way, if you'd like to mentor directly with me and partner together on deals so you actually earn while you learn, then be sure to register for a free training to learn about my mentor and partner program. Just go to FastTrackWithJerry.com. But let me share with you a really practical way to virtually do zero risk wholesaling. On every contract you sign with sellers, include a 10-day inspection contingency. This means once under contract, your earnest money does not become non-refundable until after the 10 days, giving you time to verify and validate your deal. Then during the 10 days, hustle and find your buyer. If you can't find a buyer to wholesale the deal to, or if you discover you're off on your numbers, then before the 10-day inspection is up, and before your earnest money goes hard, renegotiate the deal or back out of the contract and get back your earnest money. Why 10 days? I found that if I can't find a buyer to wholesale my deal to in 10 days, I probably don't have a deal. Of course, the seller has to agree to it and you need to get it in writing in your contract, but following this strategy, you don't risk your earnest money. Now for a deeper dive about how to use an inspection contingency clause in your contracts, I'll put a link to a video in the description box below for you. Now in a minute, we'll talk about your specific risk tolerance level, but it's safe to say that wholesaling is one of the lowest risk real estate investing strategies. Now let's talk about another flipping strategy called fix and flip. Fix and flip is where you do purchase the property and take ownership, then make some level of improvements to the property, anywhere from carpet and paint to a full gut, and then you turn around and resell the property as quickly as possible to a retail buyer for a profit. Unlike wholesaling, when fixing and flipping, since you are taking ownership to the property, your risk automatically is much higher because you have to invest your money or borrow money to buy the property. Not only that, but you also invest your money or borrow money for the repairs that need to be done to fix up the property, along with holding costs until you resell and flip it. All of that capital to buy the property, rehab it, and hold it until it resells means you take on an added measure of risk because if things go bad, you could lose money. So what risk is there when fixing and flipping? Aside from your time and aside from spending any money on marketing or general business overhead expenses, there are two primary risk factors. The first factor is the value of the home relative to the neighborhood or market. The highest risk to fix and flip is in low-income neighborhoods, where values are under 100000 Difficulties include increased crime and theft, low appraisals, and or an increase in unqualified buyers especially in relationship to the potential profit that can be earned. In other words, a whole lot of things can go wrong fixing and flipping low income for not very much profit. Now, just to be clear, I'm talking fix and flip only. You can make a killing wholesaling low income. Now, I did a video where I share how I crushed it wholesaling junkers in Detroit. I'll put a link to that video in the description and you can watch it later. Your risk is also higher when fixing and flipping in high-income neighborhoods. In most markets, as soon as you get into the neighborhoods that are valued over 600000 you enter the luxury home market, and you really need to have a solid understanding of that market. There are exceptions such as Southern California and New York City, etc., but in most cases, as soon as you get into the home values over 
600,000, the homes are bigger, and your understanding of high-end buyers and the level of finishes that are required greatly increases. Get it right and you can make a lot of money fixing and flipping high-end, which is why I love it so much. I specialize in flipping over $1 million homes. So when you get that right, you can make six figures on one deal, but get it wrong and you can lose six figures on one deal. To get a better feel for this, I did a video where I break down two high-end fix and flip deals that each made six figures. Now I'll put a link to that video in the description below for you to watch later. The sweet spot with fix and flip that has the lowest risk is right in the middle at a price point of 200,000 to 500,000. This gets you out of the lower income where your profit margins are better and it's not too high that it requires luxury flipping expertise. The second risk factor to consider when fixing and flipping is the level of rehab. Now I break a rehab down into three main categories. Category one is what I call a light rehab, which includes carpet and paint. This is the lowest risk rehab because most anyone can handle managing new carpet and paint. Category two is what I call an average rehab, which in addition to carpet and paint, an average rehab includes a new kitchen and bathrooms. This includes demo, cabinets, countertops, and in the bathrooms, new tubs, toilets, vanities, tile surrounds. This requires a higher risk because you have more contractors and more work to manage. And the third category of rehab is what I call a heavy rehab, which is an extensive rehab that includes roof, window sidings, you know, gutting down to the drywall, redesigns, additions. It's basically doing everything. Full-blown gut rehabs are the most risky because of all of the things that can go wrong and go over budget. Becoming an expert in rehabber requires experience and knowledge of what to fix and what not to fix, how much stuff should cost, and how to hire and manage contractors to do the work. So when it comes to fix and flip, what is the least risky type of deal that yields the greatest return on investment? Well, in my opinion, an average rehab in a $200,000 to $500,000 neighborhood. So now let's bring it all full circle because the reality is risk is personal and it's different for everyone based on their specific risk tolerance. What's risky for one person may not be risky for another. Wherever you're at right now, taking on too much risk can be dangerous and not taking on more risk prevents you from progressing to the next level. So given what I shared about wholesaling and fix and flip, let's do an assessment to help you decide your current risk level and where that fits in with wholesaling and flipping. Let's look at a risk tolerance scale from zero to 10, with zero being no risk tolerance and 10 being a really high risk tolerance. The question to ask yourself is, how detrimental would it be if you lost money on a deal? Let's take $500. If you invested $500 on a real estate deal and lost that money, how devastating would that be? Nobody likes to lose money, but would that set you back for days, weeks, months? Would you be over it in five minutes and it wouldn't be a big deal? If losing $500 would be devastating to you, then you have a really low risk tolerance and you should stick to wholesaling with no earnest money or at least always have a 10-day inspection clause. What about $10,000? If you could handle losing $10,000 on a deal and it wouldn't be the end of the world for you, then you might be ready for an average size fix and flip in a $200,000 neighborhood. You might make $35,000 doing a fix and flip, but if the deal flops, you may lose $10,000. Is that a risk you can live with? Could you bounce back from that and still put food on the table for your family? What about $100,000? Could you handle risking $100,000 on a real estate deal? If you think you could, you may be ready to do a million dollar flip. 
The point of this exercise is to have self-awareness and realize this one thing. The lower the risk, the lower the reward, and the higher the risk, the higher the reward. But you have to start where you're at and constantly work on stretching yourself to the next level. If you're currently at a risk tolerance level of a three, what do you need to do to get to a four? If you're at a seven, what do you have to do to push yourself to an eight? That's what's been my path from the very beginning. This year is my 16th year as a full-time real estate investor. In the beginning, I didn't touch a rehab for the first two years. I started with zero risk wholesaling. Then I started doing entry-level fix and flips. Then over time, I started doing bigger size rehabs in higher-end neighborhoods. Then I started moving into luxury fix and flips and luxury new construction flipping. Right now, I have two deals on the books that are close to $4 million each in value. And if I hit my numbers, I can make a million dollars on each deal. Now, it didn't happen overnight, but with consistent effort of pushing out of my comfort zone, I've increased my risk tolerance and as a result, continually make more money in real estate. So where are you at right now on your real estate journey? Leave a comment and let me know on a risk scale of zero to 10, your current risk tolerance level and what you plan on doing to go to the next level. I'd love to hear from you. And if you gain value on this video, do me a favor, hit that like button. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe with hundreds of videos on the channel and new videos released every single week. This is the fastest growing channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And just to help you get excited and to help you set your sights really high, watch this next video where I show you how I got a deal for $1.9 million. Watch that video now and I'll see you on the next video.